Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Honey Miner. Want to start mining but never had the technical skills or time? Honey Miner is the answer. Honey Miner is a one-click install mining software that downloads directly to your computer and earns you Bitcoin. No more writing scripts or configurations. Just download the desktop app and start mining immediately. What are you waiting for? Go to HoneyMiner.com and start earning Bitcoin while you sleep today. That's HoneyMiner.com, on Twitter at GetHoneyMiner, and Telegram at T.me backslash HoneyMiner. Did I miss it or... <laughs> no, you, no, you can do it right. Do it right now. Okay, I'm Donnie Crypto, and this is Wrecked. Yo, 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 what up? This is Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu Betts, along with our wonderful hosts, Cynthia. How are you doing today? <laughs> I am fantastic right now, you guys. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. My day just got a lot better. So. Well, that's because you're, you're recording the podcast with us. And, exactly. Uh, Did we lose Chamber? He has like an oh shit look on his face. Mom. Chamber. Uh, no, <laughs> no, he's here. It's a different oh shit look. Uh, um, and of course, as always, Chamber. What is going on, everybody? How's and everybody have, doing today? We're all. It sounds like we're doing great. And we have a very special guest with us today. Um, you definitely know him from Crypto Twitter. He is Donnie Crypto. Donnie, what is up? Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. How you been, man? I've been pretty good, man. Moved out to Vegas. I've uh, been playing a lot of cards. Doing a little bit of trading, but not too, too much. Uh, only when it's really, really appropriate to rile up some people on Twitter and tell them that I don't know what I'm doing, only to win like 85% of the time. So uh, it's, it's, it's been a good time so far out in Vegas, man. You know, we got a boat here. So that's pretty awesome. So you just recently uh, moved out to Vegas, right? Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm out here like three weeks, and then I have a buddy in New York subletting my apartment out there. And yeah, man, living awesome. the dream, living the dream. That right. is yeah, pretty dude. Cool. Hey, have you guys ever, Cynthia uh, Chamber? Have you ever been to Vegas? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> you laughed at me like you like you live there too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, I've been twice, and it's been an extremely wrecked experience both times. Yeah. Yeah, I, chamber, you I've been? only I've only gone I've gone for work uh, maybe a half a dozen times, um, and it's oh, oh, only half a dozen times. Yeah, I've, it's, I've been about. It's too times. much. I can't handle that. I mean, we go there, and it's. Oh, I mean, when you're there for work and you can't get as wrecked as you want to, uh, uh, yeah, and well, you're yeah. you know you're you're whining. That is a that's clients. a social construct, man. <laughs> that is that is a that is a false construct. You can get as wrecked as you want to. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't want to get fired, my though, my my ability to close deals goes down drastically. The uh, the, uh, the see, more. See, you start drinking? Are you serious? <laughs> oh. See, I'm totally the opposite. I my ability to close deals goes up when I'm drinking. That could be because I worked in beer sales for uh, you, you know a number of years. So uh, I I was definitely closing deals while drinking most of the time. But that's awesome. Anyway, that that's ra that's neither here nor there. So we got an awesome show for you guys today. Obviously, Donnie's on. He's going to share some awesome stories. We'll do some news. And, uh, 
Yeah, and we'll get it. We'll keep it to a, like a tight hour ish. And anyway, um, yeah, man, Donnie, thanks for coming on. So typically, how we start this show is we get to know our guests' journey through crypto a little bit. So why don't you tell everybody out there kind of where you started, where you came from in your crypto journey, and kind of how you got to where you are now? Yeah, I'll give a give a pretty brief overview. I got Bitcoin first in 2013. Um, didn't really do to anything anything too interesting with it until the end of 2016. Um, I was working full time as a salesperson. I really didn't like what I was doing, uh, so I started getting back into poker. Um, I kind of played a little bit of poker in college to support myself a little bit, and uh, refound it back in in 2016. And I started playing again, started, you know, kind of making a little bit of money and then suddenly just decided like January 2017, like I have savings, I'm fucking over it. Like I'm so oi work right now. I'm just going to quit. My rent's cheap. I don't have student loans um, and figure out life, dude. So I just I just quit my job January 2017. Um, bought some seems th- seems like a perfect time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was it was a it was some serious run good on my part. I was very, very fortunate. Uh, to not only be in a Bitcoin like six to 12 months pretty heavily uh, prior to coming and quitting my job uh, from poker, um, but also discovering Ethereum in, in February as well. So that was that was a pretty big win-win. Um, and then I kind of, after after being in Bitcoin Ethereum, ventured off Coinbase onto Poloniex, started to realize on Poloniex, there was absolutely no fundamentals in this market whatsoever. And basically just started looking for patterns um, so the first big pattern for me was just whenever SegWit was a word that was announced around a coin, I set up a scraper on Twitter that would send me an alert uh, to let me know when that when that would occur, and I would just buy in. There wasn't any automated trading or anything like that, uh, but the markets were so inefficient that it could take an hour to two hours for an order book to react to that SegWit might have been announced by a particular project. And at the time, just by scraping Twitter and, and going through GitHub and figuring out when these things might happen, you know, I was able to catch like the Litecoin pumps, the Vertcoin pump, Grosselcoin. Uh, what was the other one that had said? Oh, that, uh, that's C- one I haven't C- heard in a while. Syscoin, <laughs> like all these projects started announcing SegWit. And then there were a number of other things that uh, kind of came about. Um, that led me to start uh, Moonshot Crypto, which sort of was an aggregated uh, database of all the different words that I found and uh, made that into like a signals product uh, that uh, we sold for a little bit. Um, towards the end of 2017, I was approached by one of my customers of that group to start a hedge fund. Um, so we organized the hedge fund for about six months and then kind of at the end, uh, it just felt like too much of a job and too much of me not being able to trade when I want or if I just want to chill out and, and like not do anything or play cards for the day. Like it, it just became too much like a job. So I decided not to go through it. And yeah, now I'm hanging out in Vegas and trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I'm talking with a couple of people to do like freelance sales work, but uh, yeah, crypto has been really great to me and I'm super fortunate that I was able to get in when I did. That's awesome. Um, Chamber, are you taking notes on how to scrape Twitter for, for code words? Yeah, or? I'm scratching my phone. I, I, it's not working. Uh, <laughs> he, he's scraping Twitter right now. I, I, I got to get a new phone. Uh. That, that's funny, man. I, I, was, lo- I was gonna say, I just love the sentence. Um, I discovered Ethereum. Uh, what is, <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? That's that's a great that's a great sentence to have in your uh, in your bag. Well, it's <laughs> funny. Right? I mean, like when we were talking to like Crypto Chris Walken, and he was they've it's it's uh you know these guys that have been around for 
forever years and uh you know years i say but or forever but it's just a couple years but like he was mining he was mining ethereum at like 12 cents or some stupid shit like that it's crazy man so it's you know it's it's nuts like meanwhile you know we're we're sitting here in a wrecked market but so anybody new anybody (laughs) new out there you know anybody well it depends on when you got in right (laughs) so um you know anybody new out there you know there's there's still opportunity to be had but um yeah that's that's a cool story i wanted to ask you just based on what you just said there because i know i had listened to you on a um you know, on another show on Crypto Street, and you were talking a lot about at the time, like bots and automated trading and things like that. Can you uh, kind of just touch on that stuff for for our listeners a little bit? Yeah, so I, I've done a couple of different things. So um, first, I kind of alluded to the the like kind of like uh, analysis of of text uh, on on Twitter to figure out like what's going on, what the market's interested in. And then I developed, uh, alongside a couple of members of Moonshot, uh, some strategies around just automated chain, like an automated signal in general. So like specifically when to buy and sell, um, but it never got to the point where it was really able to fully execute on on a on like a on like a buy and sell like full time real time automated buying and selling. Never got to that point uh, because Bitmex, there's just so much fucking shit going on in that order book, but. Um, yeah, so I guess as far as automation, there are two types of things that you can really do. So the first thing is what people think, like what people really don't even know what it is, but it's called market making. And it's not the idea that someone's purposefully manipulating an order book. Essentially what they're doing is they're placing a lot of buys and sells in rapid succession in order to capture like when those spreads are kind of wide. So they're just basically capturing the difference in the spread. Um, that's actually market making. It's not like, I don't know, someone at BitMEX just like stop running an entire order book. That's not what market making is. That's that's just manipulation. Right. Um, so there's oh. that. That's one type of automation. And then the second type of automation is something that will use like either technicals or some sort of math based signal uh, to make a longer term trade. Um, so I haven't really been too involved in, in the former. It's more like okay, how do we identify what's going to happen in a month and how do we place our bets accordingly? That's like, that's the automation really that I've been involved in. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, and then I actually just started looking into stuff like that um, just because I'm curious about the, you know, not having to stare at a chart for, you know, 12 hours a day. But <laughs> yeah, I would, I, there's a, I, I would look into Quantopian. That's the website that I tell everyone to, to take a look at if you're at all interested in algorithmic trading or just quantitative trading in general. Um, yeah, take a look. Quantopian.com. They're not even paying me to shill this. I'll disclose it. <laughs> uh, what is it? Quantopian? Yeah, Quantopian. So quant, like quantitative, yeah. and yep. opian, like utopian. Ethiopian. That, yeah, or Ethiopian, exactly. <laughs> oh, quantitativeethiopian.com. That's a different thing. That is a very different thing. Don't go there. Right, right. It's it's second to two girls, one cup.com. Uh, oh, that is definitely oh not Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Don't go there either. Um, that, Moving along. I, you know, the, the, the craziest part is two girls, one cup.com, Bitcoin faucet. They're not, no. Jesus they're not paying him to shill that either. So, uh, uh, unless they are, anyway, they could be. So you know this uh, this podcast is named Wrecked. Um, you know, sounds like you've had a pretty awesome 
run in your crypto career, but we, we do like to ask if you have had any wrecked crypto stories along your journey to share them with, uh, you know, some of our audience who might have gotten in at the, you know, at the tops here that's kind of feeling a little, uh, woe is me, I, you know, stuck and wrecked in this market. If you, if you got any wrecked crypto stories to share, how about that? Please make me yeah. feel better. Yeah, please make, please, this is actually also known as the make chamber feel better segment. This is the whole the, reason for the podcast. So, right. so uh, around like August of, or September of last year, uh, I I lost like 220K in a day trying to short 5,000. Oh. When, when, <laughs> it's, work, it's working, Donnie. It's working. Oh, that makes me feel better too. God, that's wrecked. Oh, my yeah, God. So... <laughs> Hold on. Am I able to show it? Am I able to show a chart here? No, unfortunately. We can see it. We we can see it, but they won't be able to see it. Oh, they can't. They won't be able to see it. All right. Well, I'm just going to, I'm trying to show up my exact TA when I tried to short 5,000. Oh, it sounded like you had a home run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it was, it was, hold on. He's got it, it saved like in a folder somewhere. Like, yeah. Like, I, well, no, I, I have, I have, I have the chart. So it it's, was October 29th. <laughs> Bitcoin was like hovering around 55, and then it like went on an up move to around like 8k. Or like I think it was around 8k. Hold on, let me zoom in. Let's see what the resistance is. Um, yeah, it was like 7800. So I kept trying to short that all day. I was like, oh my God, how the fuck is Bitcoin like worth this much? It can't be worth this much. Like, we, haven't, <laughs> we haven't had a dip in so fucking long. And eventually I exhausted like half my BitMEX account doing this. Thank God <laughs> fucking November and December happened or else I might be looking for a job. <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. Yeah, that that's a, that's a good, hey man, that's a good wreck story. That's the kind of stuff that uh, will make others feel, um, you know, less wrecked holding their own bags now. So that's a good one. Now, then we also talk, we also like to, you know, let the audience get to know you a little more as a, you know, outside your, your, just your Twitter handle. How, how about a real life wrecked story you can share with the group? A real life wrecked story? Yeah. So like anti-crypto, however, however you may, however you may interpret the word wrecked in that sentence. Yeah. So this happens, uh, Memorial day, 2016. Uh, I went to Staten Island to, to party with home friends for, for Memorial day. And this will lead into Chambers Staten Island questions that he wants to ask. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So we're all hanging out, having a good time drinking, uh, it's getting close to like four or five in the morning, and I'm just like, "Oh shit, I gotta go to Manhattan for work night now." So, <laughs> C Chamber, you can close deals. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. So, so I'm like completely shit faced. I have like done every single substance that day, like save probably Molly and pills. Oh, like, I'm just oh, fucking wrecked. So I get on hanging out with McAfee and Brock Pierce. (laughs) No, dude, just a bunch of DJs from Staten Island that like I used to play poker with back in the day. Anyway, um, so I'm getting on the uh, the train to go to work, and then I get to the boat. Everything's good. I like don't even realize that I reek of just like alcohol and cigarettes, and like I probably my (laughs) eyes look like someone stabbed them. Um, So. I get into work and I go to I go to like make coffee and 
I must be stumbling or something. Oh, be- no. <laughs> because my boss walks over to me, and I'll never, ever forget this. <laughs> so, my boss walks over to me and goes, you need to go home. And oh, I go, boy. <laughs> and I go, what are you talking about? He's <laughs> And he basically says something along the lines of, like, you're fucked up. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you shouldn't be here. You, no, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so he's like, he's like, you should go home. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I thought, I like, for a split second, I didn't consider that he was firing me. And I was just like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'll be, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> so you were actually fired? No, no, I wasn't. Fi- Dude, oh, okay. I, I, I was the top salesperson in my company. There's no shot they were firing me. No oh, way. You, you could have probably got away with saying that you were out with clients or something the night before. And no yeah. shot, they, <laughs> sir. They know, sir. They know my behavior. <laughs> right, you had a track record. <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. I, I used to, I used to walk into work and just start yelling, making money at people. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, that's a, hey, that's a good wrecked story. Um, Chamber, don't don't get that wrecked before work. It no, like. no, I'm I'm a very I'm a very responsible uh, worker. Well, it reminds I, me a little bit about when I worked in the beer industry because we used to have these these like national sales meetings and where everything like everybody would go out till all hours of the morning and then you would have a you know 6 a.m. wake up call your first meeting would be at 7 a.m. and literally they would hand you a beer at 7:30 and oh you would do God. it and, yeah, and like you would do a toast and it would it was crazy like it you know it it was reminds a me did you, did you guys watch the tv show mad men i i never got into these mad like men. you know typical ad execs in the 60s but do you mean they would walk in and literally just start drinking when they got to the office and drink all day long and I'm like, how the fuck are <laughs> you made, being they, they, leading they a different back life? Then. Right? They really did. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I'm built that way now. I, it's, just, <laughs> it's just like, uh, like mean, Donnie said, it's a social construct. I need, I need a solid eight hours it's of sleep this, every night. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. Don't be such a bitch. Oh, are you kidding <laughs> me? We're parents. We're the two parents here. Oh, so. yeah, I'm, bar- I'm barely a parent. I just need sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I, if either, like... All right, I don't want to hear the parent excuse. Do either you guys have either you guys have a nanny? There's no parent excuse involved because it's like you're if, a third of a parent. No, if no. If you had a what? A nanny? A nanny. Oh, oh no, I, have I have eight children and no nanny, so I'm momming eight pretty children? hard. Wait, yeah. that's that's more than I thought. <laughs> I have a blended family. Five are biological and three are my bonus children. But bonus kids. Bonus Once you get kids. to five, you get Ooh. three extra ones. Three extras. Yeah, I birthed five of them, so I'm momming pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. you mom. You're, you are definitely mom so momming hard. hard. Yeah. Mom so hard. That's how I roll. I didn't even know you. people were capable of having five kids. That is, oh. that is un- <laughs> Have you ever seen the Brady Bunch? Right. We are the modern day Brady Bunch. My husband was that was only yeah, six we have way kids, more though. than them. Get your <laughs> 70s TV show right, okay? It's six kids. <laughs> Sorry, it's six kids. And nine they had a pe- nanny, though. Nine people nanny. total. <laughs> the nanny yeah. name, friend. Yeah. No, that, the, <laughs> well, that, hey, the flashy queen from Flushing. That's it. The yeah. Yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> I used to love that show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving right along, we are going to. I don't think half the audience is. I think we're like going to be older than the target audience. I don't think they even know what the nanny is. The nanny is you pretty think? old. I mean, it's not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. That's a mid. That's a mid nineties sitcom. Yeah. That's a mid nineties thing, dude. Yeah. Like, How old are you, Donnie? Anything... I'm only twenty seven, but no on my... shit. Yeah. 
He's a he's, he's, he's a mature twenty seven. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got some he's got some years on him, you know. <laughs> Did you say a mature twenty seven? Yeah, a mature yeah. twenty seven. You got. You I'm got sitting those half naked, smoking a weed pen. <laughs> yeah, I we sta- can see you. I stand by. I stand by my comments. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, well, that my makes... interaction with Donnie on Twitter says otherwise, but uh... oh yeah, I, I like I like trolled you for some reason. Yeah, you trolled the shit out of me. I used to we're troll you. When I was brand here. new to crypto Twitter, I thought I wasn't even going to bring this up, which I'm not. I'm way over it now, and I forgot about it actually until I got into a, like a little brawl with Killer Whale the other day. But we won't talk oh. about it. <laughs> yeah. And we are Killer, all what, Killer, what did you do? Be nice to Cynthia. She's oh. a good woman. We are off. The oh, rails. now Donnie likes me. Now that I have a fucking podcast. <laughs> I didn't. I, honestly, it. I like to troll everyone new that I see with followers on Twitter. It's oh just fun for me. I can't wait yeah. till I get trolled. That's how I'll know I'm making it. <laughs> you know Chamber, you made it somehow. If, yeah. if Donnie's a mature 27 for doing that, then you're a very, very mature whatever you're like age you are. <laughs> I am an old man. I, I'm, uh, I, I, you know. Gondolf, where's your staff? Uh, <laughs> I, got into the, uh, I got into my career pretty early, so I was always kind of the youngest at work. And then once I got into crypto, I got oh, a yeah, real, you I got a real shock on how that old I was. That shit ages you. Yeah. Well, no, you I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 35, and I gotta be on the on, in the 90 percentile as far as the age. Yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm 31, <laughs> and I feel old in. It's crypto like being land. an athlete when you're 35 in crypto. Yeah, that's old it. You're, old, you're that's Oh yeah. It. I mean, how old is LeBron? Like 32. He looks and like he's 55. It's actually probably it's probably that's the same because like, he doesn't use Rogaine, sir. That's, That's right. Yeah, he tried for a while, I think. But I feel like his hair is coming back. He must be trying some new product. He, I mean, he can afford it. You <laughs> He's know? got something to say. How to yeah. wait? All right. So I'm gonna completely derail this conversation. Okay. Well, I mean, I think enough. we're already there, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> how go is on. how? Where would LeBron James find hair plugs? I, I don't know. Hey, look. I mean, I don't know where any how <laughs> hair plugs even work. I don't right. know how hair plugs work. <laughs> no, he's, he's he's living in LA now. He's got he's got that you know that, that I don't know that Trump Hollywood got to hook up on hair plugs. So. Well, the, the biggest the biggest uh, the biggest hair plug I think miracle of all time that I can remember comes from also from television. You guys watch The Office? Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever yeah. seen season one of The Office, Michael Scott and Steve Carell, who's played by Steve Carell, they yeah. he is very very balding up front. And really? See, oh yeah, go back and look at a picture from of look. Steve Carell from The Office in season one, and he's like losing his hair, and then next thing you know, he's got full head hair for the next nine <laughs> seasons. My, yeah. my favorite, yeah. my favorite one, one was, was always uh, my favorite one was always uh, Daniel Tosh on Tosh Point oh. Well, he, if you look, he's he, got, you look at his season oh, one. Interesting. Oh, and, and he really? actually, I think he actually made a montage of the different <laughs> seasons and how and how the hair came back. He's he's very upfront about it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, he's got to be. He's a comedian, yeah. you know. So. Absolutely. You gotta, All right, you got to own it. Next segment, we are going to into right into the rec test. So, Chamber, I don't All know right. if you want to ask your Staten Island questions in the rec test, but I think yeah, you well, got your answers. We'll, we'll, we'll save our Staten Island <laughs> questions for later. All right. We'll get into the rec test. So, Donnie. You know, you've you've done pretty well uh, from from what you're telling us here. So for the next uh, for the next run up, the next altcoin season and all that fun stuff, we want to see how prepared you are and how safe you're going to be uh, going into the next run up. So I'm going to ask you five questions, answer honestly, and uh, we'll figure out how wrecked you're going to be going into the next one. Okay? Sounds good, boss. All right. Question one: Is your portfolio currently more than seventy percent altcoins? Fuck no. 
All right. <laughs> so far, so good. All right. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, all right. So to give you a breakdown, I'm like one third cash, uh, like fifty percent Bitcoin, and then seventeen percent shitcoins. Fair enough. Or that thereabouts. Seems good. That seems That's again another good. responsible portfolio. Just, just yeah. adding, uh, adding credence to my declaration I, of. I'm 100 percent Ripple at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> the real dream. Yeah. <laughs> so you're actually role playing as Timmy from South Park, then? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so question two. So question two, do you, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say this is going to be a yes answer, but do you use more than three times leverage on BitMEX? Mm-hmm. If you like 100x leverage, give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that, all right, I figured that one was going to be a yes. Uh, do you own either Verge or Tron? Nope, but uh, I almost... So Nitacoin shilled Verge at like one Satoshi last year, and I almost mm-hmm. flicked some in. And so this is sure another Rex. This is another Rex story. I didn't really check Bitrex for like a couple months, and when Verge had that run up, I was like, "Oh shit! I definitely bought some Verge when Nitacoin said to." Oh, and then I oh. and then I go on my account I'm like. There's no money in here! <laughs> Man, imagine having a one Satoshi Verge and it getting all the way up to like 2,000 and you're just, oh man, that oh, would have been God. sweet. That would have been a sweet, sweet life. It's always the scam coins. I know. Oh, those pump the hardest. Dude, yeah, they, uh, scams, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If it looks like it might produce legitimate technology, avoid immediately. <laughs> you don't want those good projects. Exactly. Since I have my own project that I think is good, I cannot agree with that statement. Uh, but otherwise, yes. How, well, heavy, that how heavy is that EOS bag, Cynthia? <laughs> Damn it, he knows about my EOS bag. Well, well, well just wait. Hold on. There, that'll come in a couple minutes. <laughs> All right, Donnie, question, question number four, Donnie. Uh, do you own a hardware wallet? Yes, I own. Hold on. How many? Oh, he's is, got them nearby. He's got several. He doesn't several. smoke his. Everybody though, drops so. several on me. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's uh, here's like a couple of them. And there's, and there's some, there's some more. I actually have, I have ones with no coins on them. So does Chamber. Yeah, no, I got, I got, I have one. <laughs> uh, Chamber no, has no. one. Chamber I, has one ledger with no coins on it. <laughs> I do it. I do it sometimes to, to like. This is gonna sound like I'm fucking insane, but when I, when I, I was living alone in New York, and if like a girl would come over or someone I didn't really know would come over, I'd leave it out, and like <laughs> to see if they would steal it. Yeah, to gauge their reaction, like if they even knew what the fuck it was. <laughs> like a USB stick. Right, right, right. Like if they knew it was a if if they knew it was like a treasure or a hardware wallet. Yeah, not asking how many movies are on it. Yeah. <laughs> how many Fair movies enough. are on yours, Chamber? <laughs> uh, actually, I couldn't figure out how to get movies on it either. So I, I could only figure out how to get movies on mine, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's the Notebook. And oh, it's whatever. <laughs> don't at, hey. don't you even at me. <laughs> no way, man. That shit. That shit's sad as hell. Speaking of USB drives, I actually tell my kids that my vape pen is a USB drive when they ask me what it is. <laughs> That's a <laughs> solid. Like, Mom, play. what's this? And I'm like, it's my USB. Is that weed or a jewel? No, it's a jewel. I don't smoke. <laughs> and I smoke this so that I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. So. Fair. Got you. Fair. Uh, Just smoke right, cigarettes. Wait. It's so much Do we better. have one more on the <laughs> We got one more. Um, ba, 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 ba. Is Cryptopia in your top three favorite 
exchanges? No, because I'm not poor. <laughs> Shot fired. Wow. Pew, pew, I love pew. it. Sorry, Jay I love Bird. it. No, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, it's really. only my second favorite exchange. Look at that <laughs> volume, dude. How can you even get a real God, position? Donnie, I got to tell you, I came into this podcast with quite a disdainful taste in my mouth for you after your trolling, but I'm starting to like you and your digital <laughs> self. Yeah. I usually, I'm, he's I'm, a lovable guy. Rick, hey, look, Rick, I signed off of last of yesterday's podcast saying that you need to be up in love, and that's what this Rec podcast is doing today. <laughs> I now, agree, dude. I want to be, we, I want to be bigly up in love. I honestly, bigly. <laughs> we have Donnie I, and Cynthia in, in synergy now. <laughs> that's right. You know uh, about my EOS bag, so. To be fair, they disclosed prior to. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on. We'll we'll tell you why in a couple minutes. All right. So how do you do on the rec test? Did pretty well. Less than uh, less than seventy percent alts. He did uh, use more than three X leverage on Bitmax. No Verge. No Tron. Yes to the hardware wallets. And no to Cryptopia, so looking pretty solid. <laughs> that's good. So you are, yeah. I mean, but that that's consistent. Donnie's not, uh, he's not wrecked in wrecked financially like us plebs. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> so answer yes to a lot of these questions. Right. Yeah. Right. Physically, maybe with the uh, you know get almost getting fired from work, but not financially. This guy All knows right. What he's let's doing. let's get into <laughs> let's get into our news. Um, I'm gonna go first today. Uh, today. Bitcoin Cash celebrates its one-year anniversary. It's a it's not Bcash. <laughs> it's a Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bitcoin Cash or Bcash, as it's lovingly I think it, I think, I think because it's a no. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call it Bitcoin Cash for its birthday today. Typically, typically we call it Bcash. Um, it's uh, celebrating we'll its one-year we'll anniversary. Today. Just, just, just to be nice for your birthday. Yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll Bitcoin. call you Bitcoin today. We it's just got a hat that says Air Bitcoin quotes. on it. <laughs> uh, so it was born on August first last year and uh, quickly shot up to eight hundred dollar level in the matter of minutes on that day. And currently, it's uh, valued around seven hundred and sixty five. So um, it's it's going a little Benjamin Button here. Um, it's going in reverse. <laughs> so we, um, but you know, we are. I don't know if we're C- Cynthia. Are we Bitcoin Cash agnostic here? Is that I am we, Bitcoin neutral. Bitcoin neutral. Pro, okay. Pro adoption and neutral to Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. All right, and we all it's know. Always been that way, but you you've now. seen the light in the I've aquarium. Seen the light. Yeah. Uh, and so we, you know, we all know um, the story behind Bitcoin Cash. It's, you know, bigger blocks. So if you like big blocks and you cannot lie, um, <laughs> Bitcoin Cash is for you. Uh, Chamber, you... You, you other corners can't deny. When Burr walks in with a big cash. <laughs> 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 with an itty-bitty block. And a big block in your face you get sprung. Because I like low fees and Bible transactions. That's going in. That's nominated for a wrecked Grammy Award for sure. When we do the wrecked award. Deep in the block she's wearing. I can't stop staring. All right, Chamber, you're next. All right. So my my news story comes from Dubai. The great... I don't know, country? No. City. City. City Come on, Chamber. United (laughs) Arab Emirates. Is that correct? Come on. (laughs) Uh, I think that's correct. Uh, Um, So what they're trying to do, or what they've started to do, 
is get their core systems on the blockchain as a way to kind of try and streamline everything. I think, I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, the quote is, uh, by harnessing blockchain technology, Dubai will be firmly positioned at the forefront of legal tech and judicial innovation, setting the standards for countries and judiciaries to follow. So I think it's a good idea. Uh, I know we talk about um, you know uh, medical supply on the blockchain, a lot of um, you know um, you know that 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 red tape stuff. Uh, I think the blockchain could help that out a ton. I think this this might Our fall into that category. Could definitely use it because it blows. Tough to argue that one. <laughs> it blows. It honestly wah, does. Wah. It's, it's, so inefficient it's ridiculous so are they talking just like your records on the blockchain or what do we know yeah so i think i think that's the, the whole kind of system the whole process whether it be records kind of getting you in and out of the court system i don't know about you guys in canada i mean you can get a court date for you know six seven eight months down the line that's how uh, it is here yeah so it's, it's crazy yeah that's nuts but highly inefficient interesting yeah. interesting definitely um Cynthia. So don't, yeah, don't, I was going to say, don't get arrested in Dubai because you will fly through. Right, because it'll be on the blockchain. Fly through that court. Yeah, you'll be in prison. (laughs) And your record will be immutable. (laughs) There's there's no destroying any evidence. Yeah, there's there's no expunging from the blockchain, guys. No, right, exactly. 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 Sponging. Cynthia, what do you got? Oh, God, I have Sim hijackers steal over 5 million in Bitcoin in first reported crime of its kind. Um, apparently, this 20-year-old dude from Boston was arrested earlier this month for stealing over $5 million in Bitcoin. And apparently, it happened during consensus this year, which I was at oh. consensus. Wow. Is, is your Bitcoin okay? That is the definition of wrecked. Yeah, yeah, no shit. And no they, kidding. Everybody was talking about it beforehand, too. Like, don't connect to public Wi-Fi. And oh, yeah. Shit. I did see stuff like that. Yep. Everybody was like, yeah. Anyways. Um, so this, uh, I actually have a personal story related to this. My husband was sim swapped, uh, probably six months ago, maybe eight months ago. Hmm. Um, we were fairly new to crypto and we had a bunch of money on exchanges and in our, a bunch of money in Bitcoin sitting on Coinbase and just all over the place. Cause we were really actively trading and most of it was, um, on his accounts and somebody went into our mobile carrier store physically acting like they were him got a new sim card swapped it out and we're literally there's nothing you can do from it for about it from your end and we were standing there watching his phone and all of a sudden said like no service and all of these emails were coming through that we could see on our laptop saying like your password to this has been changed your password to this oh my god that's a nightmare i couldn't even get a, a phone person like a representative on the phone before they were completely done they had changed all these passwords. Luckily, we had 2FA through Authy set up on the ones that we had money sitting on. And it was just a fucking mess. So they, But they still couldn't get to you because of your 2FA? Is that because what I'm Because of the at? 2FA is what saved us. Holy so. cow. Now, what exactly is 2FA? Um, it's just- <laughs> <laughs> so 2FA is this completely unnecessary technology <laughs> that is real onerous to implement because it takes you five minutes to withdraw your crypto. Yeah, it's, you like it's a hassle. Yeah, it's a hassle. Don't use it. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, don't, if you want, don't want to get. If you also, also, please save all passwords in Evernote. 
in Evernote. <laughs> yes. All that Ian Molina. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's awesome. I listen to everything he says. So. That's, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, that this, this team is awful. That's I'm not a gonna... nightmare. <laughs> that is a nightmare, though. Holy cow! I can't. It was, believe. Yeah, it was really scary. And thank God. You yeah, know. those Sims. I never even thought. It's, it's a complete nightmare, man. How does someone so short become such a prodigious Nigerian scammer? <laughs> I meant the SIM card scary. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and we're off the rails again. So, all right. Donnie, last, bring in the heat. Donnie, bring in the heat. Last, bang, bang. Uh, last story here. Donnie, I will, I'll lead you into your story here. Uh, <laughs> and then I will let you talk about it because I see you talking about this subject a lot on Twitter. So uh, this, the title is the OTC is much larger than Bitcoin exchange volume. So it's, uh, then it says where the re- real whales trade. So um, talk a little bit about OTC and what your experience there is versus, you know, what you're seeing on, uh, what you see on exchanges. Yeah, I mean, OTC is actually pretty simple. So there are, there are a few players in the game that actually have contacts with miners. And then there's like, 5,000 random telegram accounts that are live action role playing the ability to access miners and people that can that can assign like arrange very large deals um, that said like the, the volume is definitely real um, a lot of like banks and different different organizations uh, are not really interested in disclosing to the public uh, that like that they're buying bitcoin or that they're doing something in digital assets based primarily because they don't want their competitors to kind of like figure out that they're in the, in the digital asset space and you know they're trying to keep things that they're doing under the radar so there's a lot of a lot of like game theory going on there um mm-hmm. but i think it's just easier right like to purchase let's say a hundred million dollars of bitcoin on an exchange how do you, you, you I, to stick that on the order books like come on yeah like unless you're just like spoofy fucking around on bitfinex like no one's actually doing that right um so like that's where it, it's just easier to do it in the otc market and uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're, like, I'm not really too involved in it, to be totally honest. Like, I know, like, I know people that are involved in it, but I'm not the one that's actively pursuing any of the deals or anything like that. Sure. Mainly because it's just like, yeah, a lot of waste of time. A lot of people just like live action role playing and don't really have anything going on. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just pretty interesting to think that, you know, what we are looking at every day on these exchanges, there's potentially you know, 10 times the amount of that being traded yeah, over the counter. Yeah, it's a lot smaller percent of what's actually really being Yeah, traded. yeah, I mean, like, it's if always you're, just... If you're buying 100 million in Bitcoin, you're not going to fuck with an exchange and stick right. it on the order. You know, you're just not going right. to. So. <laughs> you, just, right. you just want the whole... And there are very few people in the world that have that quantity that of do Bitcoin that. to right, sell. Exactly. And, right. and, mm-hmm. and want to sell, dude. Like, a lot of them, they just, you know, they would never sell. Like, I'm well, not nearly in that too. capacity, but, like, I have 100 coins that I'm just going to ride or die. It's either going to be worth a fuckload or nothing. Right. right. Well, that's And that's a good point, too, is like the actual supply of Bitcoin, of that amount of Bitcoin is is very, very, very limited. Like yeah. to get to get one or two people, you know, to do a transaction that that large that actually want to sell. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point, too. All right. So that that takes care of us for news. So we're going to go into And here you go, Cynthia. This it's going to go. It's going to be you and Donnie one on one. We're going we're going into the purge. (laughs) Be nice to our guest, Cynthia. He's a guest. Be nice to him. Donnie, if you could purge any crypto project uh, that 
with no consequences, what would it be? The stipulations are you cannot choose anything that's already been chosen. So we've actually already had uh, Tron, Ripple. Uh, someone picked Ethereum, which was bold. Um, and then someone picked Verge. So it is your turn to purge something. What would you purge and why? Oh, it's the goat short of 2018. So Dan Larimer has a history of just like <laughs> going into projects and then like not doing anything afterwards. So it's beautiful because I haven't been able to short both of his projects, but I, you can short bit shares on Poloniex, and I've done that in the past. Now I get to short EOS and get another slam dunk, as well as have a nice old chuckle when all the idiot VCs that invested in this lose all their money. <laughs> so, pur so purging EOS would actually liquidate the VC's venture investments faster, and I'd be willing to give up the gains that I could get in the future by its slow, beautiful death. I redact my earlier statement about liking Donnie. <laughs> well, so we were talking before the show about the outline of the show and, you know, what the segments were. And he's like, and I read him which ones have already been chosen. And he's like, oh, great. EOS is available. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, uh, no, like, boy, here no. it comes. I'm like, here it comes. Anyway. I'm uh, a Dan Larimer fan. So. Uh, so is Donnie, apparently. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I am a, I am a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of developers that begin things, don't finish them, and then leave the project to die so I can make money off the bag holders. Huge big fan, fan, folks. Big fan. I'm a big fan, folks. He comes in We're... to do the big stuff and leaves the rest to the little plebs to finish his work. Okay? All right. Folks, folks, that is what we call a pump and dump, folks. Fake news. That is beautiful. News. <laughs> I like this. I like this debate segment. We're gonna come. We're gonna come back to this at some point. But um, awesome. So we got. Uh, so we got Donnie on the board, uh, shorting some EOS and purging the EOS. Five um, X leverage over at Bitmex.com. If you're interested in ten percent off your fees, go to my Twitter handle at Donnie Crypto. The link is in the left hand side. At have... Donnie Crypto. <laughs> Oh, no, second you here. use my BitMEX ref link. <laughs> we're we're going to put we're going to put all four of our BitMEX ref links in the show notes and whoever you like most you can use and then we'll we'll grade it. We'll grade it out. <laughs> Feel free to do BitMEX roulette. Uh, ooh, ooh, I don't know what that is, but it's that like, sounds It's fun. like credit card roulette but with BitMEX links. Oh, that sounds great. I I'm I'm a big fan of that. Um of awesome. you are. <laughs> yeah, oh, roulette. Man, I... All in. <laughs> Um, cool. So, wrecked index. So we we were calling this the wrecked fantasy segment, uh, but since uh, in the last couple of weeks we've decided to put our money where our mouth is, and uh, we're actually we're actually taking positions in everything that uh, oh, shit. Our, our guests have our guests have uh, suggested to us. So, Donnie, this is your chance to uh, show your bags. Uh, we what what three projects? Uh, do you think are going to perform well over the next couple months that um, you know the rec team is going to monitor very closely? Okay, so the first one is Aura. All right, uh, Chamber, write these down because I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of Aura. So it's the market. It. Oh, is this the IDEX that's one? The IDEX one. Yeah, that's the IDEX token. All right. So I'm working with a team. Uh, 
that's that's helping them and setting up a community and setting up like proper marketing for the product and things like that. Uh, and I have a huge fucking bag of this shit. And <laughs> I know it's done really, really well so far. I've seen a, a couple people talking about it on Twitter, but uh, I think uh, Messiah might have been one of the first ones yeah, Ma- talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Mas- Messiah is probably the number one holder, if not number two holder. Of, of the token, <laughs> and I'm hey. I'm fairly high up there as well, as, although not not three as high or four. Soon. No, 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 much lower than that. Oh, like okay. uh, probably in the the 30s or 40s. But um, well, yeah, Rex, I fuck lo- Rex podcast will be uh, the number ten thousand three hundred and forty-four <laughs> yeah. holder of Aura. All right, so Aura, we got that one. Uh, the second one I'm going to show is this project called Tau. So it's oh. another it's another exchange. Uh, it's Bryce Wiener's project that he's been working on for a couple of years. Um, is that T O A? T A O. T sorry. T A. It's okay, man. Dys- dyslexia affects us all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dumb. <laughs> also fair. If you spell it backwards, it's oat. So it sure is. And do I have to about Tau. where do I have to buy this? Uh, so you can go into the Tau Discord channel. I told you he was going to show us oh. something that was OTC. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I knew we'll it. Make it. We'll make it work. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of liquidity in there. The only exchange that it's listed on is is uh, CCX, uh, but I don't really I don't really advise using that one. It's kind of scammy. Um, <laughs> uh, la, 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 what was I going to say? And yeah, so the project that uh, is launching is called Alt Market. Uh, and it's going to use Tau as the base pair, so um, it's another exchange play. I'm pretty bullish on just going on with with altcoins, the picks and shovels approach of just buying up all the exchange tokens, and eventually one of them will fucking a thousand x like Binance Coin did. Yeah, I mean right. it's happened, and it's uh, not a bad strategy. X. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hi- I highlighted that one. Yeah, that's ex- that's definitely financial advice. No, yeah, I like right. it. I like taking financial advice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Please, please contact Loomdart if you lose money. <laughs> That's uh, at right. Loomdart on Twitter. You got, you got one L-O-O-M-D-A-R-T. more. L O O M D A R T. Correct. Head of Poloniex support, or I guess finance support now. <laughs> you got one more. You got one more to to pick here. Uh, one more to pick. One more to pick. Uh, I'm gonna show something that is not out yet, but is oh. going to do an ICO soon. Um, <laughs> Chamber, we're going into ICO territory. I like it. I like now. it. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go ahead before everyone freaks the fuck out. I'm not a paid chill for this, but I did invest a hundred thousand. So, oh Jesus, kill yourself. <laughs> this kill is me killing. <laughs> I love it. That's what All this right. platform's for. All right, so that's my disclosure. Okay, I don't want. Oh my god, why? Why don't you tell us when you when you show something? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All what right. is it? So it's called Ergo, and it's basically it's basically the Korean ontology. So, uh, ontology improved upon the Neo blockchain, and then Ergo is another pick your litany of buzzwords. But it's gonna fucking pump, man. It's Koreans. It's being it's being sold to me that they're gonna run this run everything like Icon, and Icon did exceptionally well. If everyone remembers, you might be wrecked now after I dump my bag all over you. But Fair. I apologize for that. You can get into this one. Uh, it's gonna be Ergo. And, uh, and I'll how, tweet do, out how, there. How, do, how do I spell that? That's A E R G O. Perfect. Yeah. So look out for that one. Um, there are a number of very solid investors. 
uh, that are coming in that I can't disclose, but um, all right, yeah, so we're gonna uh, dump like a hundred k into this one too, guys. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, we yeah we'll just take a casual hundred k from yeah, our, yeah, that's our uh, spot. Yeah, go R in. That's it. No problem. I'm independent. Johnny, I need wealthy. to talk to you about my project when we're done. Uh, if you want to put some more money into something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, next uh, we'll have Donnie back to shill Cynthia's project. Uh, <laughs> BMBT, by the way, just in case anybody wants. What to is know. it? BNBT. BMBT. BMBT. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we need, got we're gonna need to buy, improve on the ticker. Like buy the ticker. my bag token. That's what it's buy called. Buy my bag you're, token. You're the <laughs> to say that, but I really like it. Buy, buy my bag token is yeah. now what it's gonna stand for. That's what it's called. Now. Buy my bag uh, token. Uh, awesome. So why not, why not just like BMB? BNB. BMB. How about buy my bag. Buy my bag. How about BNB? No one's done that yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So that's uh, that's kind of our last segment here. I did want to ask you before we let you kind of talk about whatever you want. Um, we I, I did see your tweet um, yesterday or the day before about your uh, it, and it caused quite a little ripple um, amongst Twitter. Uh, your ten million dollar tweet. Can you oh, talk about it? that? I didn't see it. Oh, the whole thing, yeah. So it, I really like to play devil's advocate with a, a lot of people, and I always mess with all the libs that follow you me. You don't say. So, <laughs> I, I like I like arguing. I wanted to be a prosecutor before, like, like that was the first thing I ever wanted to be. Like when I graduated high school or whatever, and then I realized those dudes make no fucking money. So, but, um, yes, yeah. So the, the $10 million thing is really just to, to start up a discussion and figure out, like, okay, how do people perceive money? And what what conclusions can so I draw? Tell, so tell people what the tweet actually was. I was basically just like, um, uh, I don't think anyone should have, I don't think anyone needs more than $10 million in a lifetime. And the con- and, and it... it- kind of stirred up some uh some controversial takes like you know i mean 10 million dollars is a lot of money it's that's a, a whole lot of money and uh every you know you got some backlash from people saying f you i want <laughs> i need i need a hundred million dollars to live comfortably and then you see know, those so- people are always those those people are always so busto when they say that <laughs> right yeah yeah that's true. like it's probably the poor folks saying that so yeah, like, i've had this conversation a lot actually with you know, just some of my friends or whatever. And I said that if I had, if I got $5 million tomorrow, I could probably live the rest of my life very, very comfortably, never have to work again, do whatever I want. So I tended to agree with your, your, your tweet statement there. Um, I'm not sure. I would like to throw it around uh, chamber. You think $10 million is enough money? If I had $10 million right now, I would dump all of that into Ergo. And- <laughs> And be a billionaire by the end of the year. Chamber, you're dead to me. You should right, Donnie, you, you can chill. <laughs> Cynthia, what, what do you think? $10 million enough or not enough? Guys, you're talking to a woman with eight kids. Hell no, it's not enough. Not enough. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Not to live so, the kind of life that I plan on living someday, <laughs> so no. So, Donnie, what were some of the big uh, arguments against it? Why were people saying they needed more money? They, they were just like, oh, I don't want to be restricted to make more money if I if – I, if I want to or whatever. And like, uh, I, I don't know how most people feel, but like once I started having enough money to the point where I could pretty much fuck off for a very long time and not care, like 
you you tend to value money a lot less because you you like you just like have it you don't you never have to worry about it and like i truly believe that you are a sociopath that doesn't enjoy life if you just like once you hit a certain amount of money just that's all you think about is like okay how do i make even more money right you don't think about like oh like let me find a nice gal or guy to marry and like chill out with them for a little while like make some kids like do hobbies that aren't money making like that's kind of like and that's just like something i've been thinking about from like an ex- existential perspective is like okay i was going to say not to get too like serious here but at the end of the day when you die or you're on your deathbed do you want to say that you spent your time here like figuring out ways to make more money or do you want right. to have actual like meaningful life experiences with people and it know? all I mean, comes back to being up in love that's, <laughs> exactly, <dude. laughs> that's the that is the new motto of this podcast up in love <laughs> awesome oh. cool so you know that's pretty much all we got um is there anything else you want to plug or shill or yell at people for donnie <laughs> if you do not buy ergo when it goes on binance you are going to be very sorry <laughs> but if you don't sell before it 10x's then I'm probably dumping on you. <laughs> Those are wise words because I feel like that happens to a lot of people is and yeah. especially in this last bull run where chasing we saw pumps. Yeah, where we saw people chasing pumps and not selling at 10x's and thinking they were going to get 100x's and then now they're holding all the way back down. I saw a uh, I saw a tweet from uh, Crypto Bobby yesterday. It was, and I, I don't know how I would feel about this if I was his friend, but it was a uh, screenshot of his buddy's uh, Delta account where, he, and it was a before and after, and it was fifty thousand dollars in uh, January, and today it's worth four. So, Ouch. like that's uh, that's the lesson there is uh, sell right. on the way up, take, take profits, take your profits so you can have enough money to, uh, you know, to be up in love. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Crypto Bobby, eh? Rough on the friends. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Yo, he got permission. I'm sure Bob, he got permission. <laughs> Crypto Bobby and I hang out, hang, have hung out a good bunch. He's he's an awesome dude. Dude, he's awesome. I listen to his podcast. I watch his YouTube videos, and I think Crypto Cynthia, Bobby, you hung out with him. I met you hung Crypto out with Bobby him, right? in New York, and we hung out at this security token open bar thing. And uh, oh, I was at that thing. I didn't see you. No shit. Well, I wouldn't know because I blocked you on Twitter a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and when I found out you were coming on the show, I had to unblock you. I'll keep you unblocked now. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I Feel free to nice. filter my fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't want to be mean because Crypto Bobby was very nice to me. But I, when we were talking about him in our group a while back, about having him come on the show or something, and I was like, Bobby was really boring when I met him. Oh, come on. That's bar. not fair. That's, and, uh, that's me. I actually reached out. We, you know, he follows me on Twitter, and I reached out to him about coming on the podcast, and he totally left my shit on red and didn't even respond. So shots <laughs> fired, Bobby. Shots fired. That's funny. Bang bang. <laughs> that's I'm gonna text funny. him right actually, now and be like, "Yo, I'm on a pod. And we're talking shit about you." Yeah. <laughs> because I honestly, I didn't even know who he was when I was talking to him. I was talking to some of his friends that he was with, and I was like looking at him really weird, and he was like, "Here we go," and I was like. Aren't you? And his friends were like, "Ah, oh, she knows who you are." Well, that's like, kind of you know, know uh, that's somewhere. one of the uh, downsides, I guess, by not being behind an avatar. Is people? Yeah. I mean, he's very, very popular. He's got you know one of the most popular YouTube channels and podcasts. I, I am a big, I'm stuff. a big fan of Crypto Bobby. But me I too. Do, I do have every time I see him, I feel like his name should be Chad, and he should be the bat. <laughs> 
and he should be the bad guy in like the remember the remember the old movie Ski School like in the eighties. Like he should yeah, be like the ba- the bad guy in like an old eighties movie. But <laughs> just... Crypto Bobby is getting a lot of unwarranted shit here right now. I just want to say, okay, I take that back, Bobby. He wasn't boring. He was just very quiet. Yeah, like I was. He probably a had a long of... day. If 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 I ever meet Crypto Bobby, I'm buying him a buffalo chicken wrap, and that's that. Well, we're gonna leave it there because he dude likes buffalo chicken wrap. Anyway, we love awesome. you, Crypto Bobby. Anything else you want to say, uh, Donnie? Uh, no. Awesome. That, that, that's it, dudes. Uh, if that's you're ever it. in Vegas and you think oh. I suck at poker, I would love for you to come play with me. We play twenty-five fifty, uh, either the win, <laughs> Aria, or the Mirage every that's week. Twenty-five cents, fifty cents. Is that, is yeah, that correct? Yep, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> All right. So that, that's just my advertisement for anyone that wants to chirp at me on uh, about poker. That's I love awesome. you all, and uh, I would happily take your money. Cool. Um, <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, thanks for having us. Just a couple uh, things, you know. That's right. It's been your pleasure, hasn't it? It has been our pleasure. I, you know what? I say that every time. I think Damn. Donnie's in his underwear, guys, just so everybody knows. <laughs> That's I why it's been my pleasure. I say that every time. I say thanks for having us. Well, that's uh, yeah. thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, anyway, follow us on Twitter at rect underscore podcast join our telegram group t.me backslash rect underscore podcast we have a lot of fun in there uh donnie's in there you can uh send him your hand history so look at him um uh, leave us a five-star review and a rating on itunes help us uh help us get up there in the ranks um if you haven't listened to the john mcafee episode yet it's all over the place so um please listen to that let us know what you think and we will uh leave it here with our bitmex wrecked of the week we have a liquidated long from eight hours ago for uh 18 hours ago sorry uh for seven million contracts at <laughs> 70 <laughs> at seven <laughs> At seventy five forty two, um, I had a feeling you would like that. That's we we leave the podcast with one of these every time. Yo, that dude just got fucking owned. And yeah, he got killed, and that's a gonna of- do it for us. This will uh, this will probably air Tuesday. Um, so until then, uh, I'm gonna leave you with two things. One. Be up in love because that is our new uh, that's our new <laughs> outro here, and then. Uh, Until then, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice.